documentaries we're just doing a normal ass episode today just super normal episode keeping it casual Back to the basics i told everyone keep it casual dress casual be casual okay well, now, now, i couldn't now, be more casual guys now the now the fans can see me my my you know true form not just wrestling and i'm a right I'm a this is well, broad te- horizons technically <laughs> this is business professional brandon <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, I'm 100% wearing what I would wear to two sweatpants and a football I had shirt. to send two separate texts. I texted Andy, keep it casual. It was tone business professional. So <laughs> glad we're all on the same page. It's a hot as balls Ooh. Saturday in June, but I'm feeling good inside the AC. Pool's open. Oh, baby. Uh, just warming it up still. I actually have to test the chemicals still, but I opened the pool first time I did it by myself. We normally have pool company come and do it, but they chased nice. up the ass. It's ridiculous. So I did it myself this year. It was kind of hard. I was sweating, but did you um, re-injure your back? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I made sure to do everything in a way to where I'd put minimal strain on my back. When so, did you do it? Um, I did it, uh, Wednesday. And how long do they say like, is the, um, well, I got to take the walk visual test. The water looks good, like clear. I can see through to the bottom. Um, I have like the chlorine filled up. I shocked it, putting, you know, water in to fill it up to the right level. Filter has been running smooth for a few days. We got to go take it to get tested today, probably just to see, where the other chemical levels are when we have to like add and all that stuff. But visual tests, like I said, looks pretty good. So no murkiness. I might, I might pull the tarp off today and just dive in there. <laughs> no that chemicals be damned. That looks like some cold ass water on a hot ass day. So you're, you're going to look like the guy from RoboCop when he gets submerged <laughs> in out in my skin <laughs> starts falling off, whatever it was Dead, Deadpool it. skin. For all that work that I did, I deserve to be the first one in. It's great. It's going to be a hot summer, though. So open invite to you guys, obviously. Thank you. As uh, members of the show. I'm actually in your backyard right now. (laughs) I'm in the pool currently. So, yeah, I mean, Anthony, you're right now you're you're putting together a pretty good audition tape for for maybe some full time work here because. I got nowhere to be, man. I haven't, I haven't really heard from Sean in a while. I mean, it's like, <laughs> where in the world is Shawnee San Diego? Literally. San Dingo? San Dingo. 
I don't know. He's, he's, he's going to have. Do you think he's going to have a Yerman accent when he gets back? I well, hope so. I should mention Sean was stateside for a couple weeks. There, got to see him. Andy got to see him as well, and uh, he's got a he's got a nice beard going. Yeah, Very it looks nice good. Beard. Yeah, I would say like probably best on the show. And Tone, your beard's pretty good, except right here. No, his is full. This is full connection. It looks and it looks like hair. Like it, it like looks like I'm saying, dude. That's like yeah. a solid beard. And I think that's just like first form. Like he's just getting started. Because <laughs> if you've seen his brother Brian's beard, it's pretty massive. Yeah. Steve, his brother Steve grows a pretty good beard too. So that's just some good beard genes in the yeah. It's just dedication to letting it come in too, because he he doesn't really have great facial hair either. He's just like he let it go, and, and now it looks awesome. Grew out to where it looks great. Yeah, he's just just got it. And can we talk yeah. about the just full on black beard, Shawnee Blackbeard? Yeah. Grew up like <laughs> light hair his whole life. Pretty is much. it black? Dirty dude. It's real dark. Yeah, beard. If he was a pirate, they would call him Blackbeard. That's how black his beard is. Although I I say this stuff, and then again I, I don't know where he is right now, so it'd be you know. He wants to make an appearance. We'll we'll let him on whenever we'll he wants. But, he wants. You know, it's, it's I just don't want him to. Game. I just don't want him to. I just don't want him to wrestle me. I don't want him to fucking come down, put me in like a half Nelson. <laughs> him, he would probably try to. So, I mean, he's just everything's backwards for him. He's in Germany. He's driving the autobahn. He's on the other side of the road, other <laughs> side of the car. But other stick side of the pond. Open open invite whenever he wants to come back on, even if he just wants to tell a few stories. Well, like you said, he might need to audition now. Exactly. <laughs> no guarantees in this world, right? We got we got people willing to fill in. We, I have people, we're gonna have some other people do some guest hosting in the future because I have people messaging me, be like, hey, I want to get in on the on the show be like all right you know, complete strangers you bring to the table you know 20 bucks what's up but anywho now we're just babbling let's jump in we got some stuff we actually want to talk about per usual we're going to start with the wet bandit softball update crowbars up and it's more good news it's actually been two weeks since we've done the update, because we took last week off, Jimmy and I were at a family wedding. It was awesome. But we're talking about the bandits. The bandit streak continues seven in a row. It was a tight game last week. It was a very baseball-esque game. I think we two, pulled two it out. Two good teams. Two good teams. I think we pulled it out nine to seven. Mm-hmm. Final score. They tied it late with a home run in the last inning. Seven-seven. And then our cleanup hitter, Dan Judd, the big stick. Can't believe they pitched to him. Yeah, pretty much looked like they were going to walk him. They thrown him garbage, and then the pitcher decided to just laid one in there. Cute. And it was a mistake. He crushed it, made it over the wall. It was super high in the air, but he's got his power is different than most people's. So, <laughs> yeah, he should have had three. The Bandits win again. And. Team Za lost. So we are in a tie for first place. Seven and one. Gotta keep well, it I rolling. Will, I will say this. I, I overheard someone from this uh, Team Za after we beat, I think it was, 
I think it was either two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I overheard someone from Team's Ass say, you let those guys beat you? You let those guys win? So we'll, we'll use that as fuel to kind of take it take it to these clowns. Ow. Okay. They haven't even played us. What does that mean? I, and I don't even. I, I didn't even know they were a team. I've never even seen their team. So apparently they have scouts. This team that's won seven games in a row. You that's exactly them. what I said. I'm like, yeah, we won. I like said it out loud as I was walking away. I'm like, yeah, you know, you mean the team that won as as on a five game winning streak? I'm like, who who is this jerk off? So I will preface it, and no excuses, but we will be down a few key cogs this week, including ace pitcher Andy won't be there. Number two hitter Jimmy will not be there. I'm I've upgraded myself to questionable from out and then doubtful. I'm going to try and give it a go this week if I'm feeling up for like it. that. Isn't questionable probable? No. Isn't that how that works now? Yeah, there is no there is yeah. So you're, there is you're no problem. so basically you're in. It's <laughs> it's not impossible, but it is probable. <laughs> Hey, go soak yourself in the acid, <laughs> in the acid pool. Yeah. Well, okay. I will say <laughs> I've been going to the chiropractor and that's been helping. I feel a lot better. I was supposed to go this morning, but Alyssa has not been feeling good. Not COVID. She tested negative. She went this morning, but she just has a bad head cold. So I had to cancel my chiro appointment to play dad this morning. It was actually kind of fun. Me and Kelly went to the store. Dude, okay. <laughs> Three old women stopped and like peeked in. And we're like, oh, what do you got in there? And Kelly just put on a show, smiled yeah. for all three of them. And they were like, oh my gosh, she's adorable. I was like, Shh, can't control who, who, it, who it attracts, you know? Yep. I was like, who, me? <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was um, so. Yeah, I didn't get to go to the Cairo, but I am have been feeling better. Been stretching a lot more, been icing. So I'm gonna try and give it a go. If, you, gotta if heat, you gotta throw heat on there. Also, breaking development. My dad <clears throat> texted us the other day while he was at work. I don't know if you guys know Al Markovich, but when yeah. we played softball. We first started playing softball when I was probably 18 years old. So Jimmy was 21. We played 16 inch and 12 inch and Al was the best 16 inch softball player that I've ever seen in my life and uh, equally good at 12 inch. And apparently he's back in town and he's looking to play softball again. He asked for Jimmy's number. So Summit, subbing on Tuesday. I've, I mean, got to Got to get him on the roster for sure. How old is he? He's, I think he's friends with that with Sean Ahmad, who who's on our team, or uh, the the bald guy who's just the most oh, mid mid thirties basketball yeah. shorts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like thirty five probably, but just the ultimate. So in sixteen inch, he was our pitcher, and I played short center, and he basic. I feel that maybe maybe four balls the whole year. He basically would just toss it up there it was unlimited arc he would toss it up there and then just position himself on the field and they would hit it to him over 50 percent of the time <laughs> it was just it was insane and then That's he would, awesome he would lead off every game with either a triple or a home run and we went undefeated and won the championship two years in a row 
Yankees. Like the only, it was the best softball team I've been on until, <laughs> until this team. This is be a good sub. And again, we still haven't played any games at full strength. Mike is going to be at this doubleheader this week, so that's huge. Let's go. Let go. Bandits are about to end this season nine and one. Take that one seed, and then we Wait, have a next week's the last. This, we have a doubleheader this week, and then we have a bye, and then playoffs. 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 Oh shit! Take the new playoff start. Damn thing. Uh, I don't know. I have to double check. Probably. Will we be done before the fourth of July? No, there's no way. No. Next week. Probably play week. the tw- probably play the 29th and the sixth. Yeah. Probably 29th for playoffs. That's unfortunate. And the sixth. Oh well. Yep. All right. Looks like I'm right. canceling well, my Florida trip. Continue to to do well. Pitching and defense was great. Timely hitting. It's been uh, it's been a fun run, boys. Oh yeah. We, especially after last season when it was kind of a weird season, we didn't have all of our players, and frankly, we sucked. We Not went, good. We went a, like we went the complete opposite of what we're doing this year. I we think we had like a six game losing streak and lost six games in a row, <laughs> and then this year lost our first game. Now we've won seven in a row, looking to make it nine in a row. This oh week. yeah. Doubleheader, six thirty, seven thirty games at Barons. Any of our listeners want to come support us? I will say that I am a big fan of uh, Dave's brother Mike. Oh yeah, he's got a he's got a great glove. He'll he, figure uh, it out. He'll turn it around at the plate. Yeah, yep. yeah. I think uh, unfortunately, I think he's moving back to wherever he's. Is that what he said? He, yeah, he was talking about it at the bar. We might have Mike Bernal this week. Which would be huge. We've been at him player. all season, and he is a probably the best glove on the team. If yeah. I had to, if I had to put money on it. So, uh, and just a machine at the plate too. Just, just line drives. But we could use. Um, I got to text Jimmy and see what the word is. I, I'm stepping up as manager. Hopefully, player manager. Yeah, week. we should <laughs> probably figure that out earlier rather than so, later. I think Jimmy was already in early communication with those guys, and got it. Sean, too, in case we need him. Bob Judd is going to step up and pitch for us this week. Uh, he pitches on the Sunday team that we play on. He's solid. Lefty. Yep, lefty. But just rock solid and fields the position really well. So should be should be a worthy adversary filling in in Andy's giant 42, size 42 shoes, I think. Yep. Like how big he's playing this year. His jockstrap is a quadruple XL. <laughs> Custom made to fit his giant balls. <laughs> but no, things, just, things, things, things just got real weird. Keep going. I mean, <laughs> Andy's been awesome this year, and it was a tall task to step up. Freddie has been our longtime pitcher, just moved to Jacksonville this week. So, Freddie, like literally got family, there like good luck. In Florida, we wish you the best. We're going to miss you guys. But Andy's been great on, on the mound this year. And, uh, and at the plate. At the Come plate on. Too. Just, Golly. just solid line drives. But it's like, it's just, you can't, you can't feel them. He hits them in spot. Right over the shortstop. Every right in front of the left fielder. Every <laughs> single time. <laughs> Are okay. we okay? Right. Oh. That was a huge spider. 
Holy shit. Hold on. Still alive? Still kicking? A little bit. Dang. On, on your persons? On my ground. Like, almost touched oh. my foot, dude. <laughs> I got yeah, chills. Big this spider eggs, dude. I thought it was on your physical body. Oh. Oh my gosh! I'm right, we might need to take a tw- right we might need to take a twenty five minute break for spider check. Dude, I'm so- we take a five. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Good thing I didn't let that distract the show or anything. That would have been. <laughs> I'm good. I'm a consummate professional. I well, never- now now everyone now all the listeners know that I have a uh, tremendous spider fear. <laughs> uh, yeah, now I'm freaking out. There's a nest in my room somewhere. I have to burn this room. Got to find the queen. Got to do a whole arachnophobia thing. We actually do have stuff that we want to talk about. Surprisingly, <laughs> we're going to start with the big controversy in baseball, and that is sticky substances and pitchers. Yep, putting them here, putting them here, here, here. Just pretty much anywhere you can fit spider tack. Which, by the way, if you didn't know already. The primary use of spider tack is for strong men to get better grip lifting atlas stones, which weigh like a ton, like literally a ton. And pitchers are using that to get better grip on baseballs, to increase their spin rate because the advanced analytics say that increased spin rate equals improved success. And we're going to start before we jump in with the clip of Garrett Cole being asked by the New York media if he has ever used spider tack while pitching. And I, I kid you not, this might be the worst answer in the history of asked questions. I did not use spider tack <laughs> on that woman. Tr- truly him saying yes might've been better. Seriously. So here's the clip. <laughs> and then dropping the mic. Have you ever used spider tack while pitching? Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players from the last generation of players to this generation of players. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard. And, and, uh, I've stood pretty, stood pretty firm in in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot. Um, you know, and, and I, again, like I mentioned earlier, there's, you know, this is important to a lot of people that love the game. And this is including, including the players in this room, including fans, including, you know, teams. And so if MLB wants to, you know, legislate some more stuff, that's a conversation that we can have um, because ultimately we should all be pulling in the same direction on this. Okay. Just, just brutal. Like not only did he dance around the answer completely, but he's, stumbled through the entire thing too making it sound 10 times worse than if he was just like yeah i'm not really sure how to answer that question if he gave it in a concise and well thought out format it would have sounded better but 
it was a horrible answer and he just bumbled and stumbled through it making it worse it just all-time bad answer yeah especially when you're garrett cole the highest paid pitcher in baseball you're the number one pitcher for the new york yankees the most popular franchise in the league and you're right at the top of all these lists with spin rate and at this controversy with spider tech how have you not considered an answer an answer and what you're <laughs> going to say if someone asked you this he's clearly never thought anyone was just going to come out and ask him yankees and- pr manager had to be fired literally after yes this entire interview. oh definitely just to it just i can't even fathom how you don't have an answer prepared like you said even just if it's just a a short concise answer you know i don't know if i should really be discussing this there's a lot more to it than than what meets the eye. Whatever, even right. if you're dancing around, you don't sound like a moron. Yep. Like, this is the most clear. Uh, 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 I use spider tack that I've ever right. seen. Like he seriously would have been better off shitting his pants and saying I use spider tack right. than what he gave because that was just like you said, all time bad answer. Now I correct agree. me if I'm wrong. This stuff is currently legal. Yeah. In the MLB because so. of just kind of a loophole because Correct. they designate what substances you cannot use. And this is not one of them. Right. Correct. So it's, yeah, it's, it's like, so where guys used to use pine tar. Right. Now this stuff is essentially the exact same thing, but it's legal in the rule book. So now everyone is starting to use it. Yeah. I think that is accurate. Um, I think that, and this is actually the first time that I've seen it all the way through. I just kind of saw like little snippets of him being, you know, bumbling through his words. I will say that the end of it, of him talking about the league, I think was kind of like his saving grace in terms of like the league needs to figure out what the correct protocol is. Like they need to figure it out. Cause like right now, just like you said, it's technically a legal substance. And he kind of like put it on them like, all right, well, MLB, like until you figure it out, I'm going to continue to do it as well. He doesn't want to admit to it openly, but he also is admitting that what he may or may not be doing is within the rules. And that everyone else is doing it. Like I'm not, I'm going to get a competitive edge on my guy who I, on my, you know, opponent. I mean, who I know for sure is using something. Most guys are trying to, excuse me, hide it. Um, and do it as best yeah. as they can, like inside the mitt and their normal weird mannerisms of touching the cap or what, whatever. But there's a video that just got released, I think yesterday, or the day before Trevor Bauer was out on the, the field before their game. And he's just like very openly was taking his finger going like this. Like he wasn't trying to hide it. This was not during the game. This was during warmups, but somebody caught a really clear video of him going around like and messing around with it showing guys on the field and blah 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 blah. and i mean that's another huge name in baseball to kind of i don't know if he's using it in game yet or anything like that but he was definitely testing it out before the game well for from what i remember i thought that he was like one of the like kind of like whistleblowers i thought that was talking about it like calling guys out for you know, doing that and talking about the spin rate and talking about this and that. Like, if you look at his splits from, you know, a few years before he won the Cy Young to the year that he won the Cy Young, his spin rate was, I think, a lot higher. So I would assume, I mean, I would assume that 
you know, with all of his shenanigans and his antics that he's probably, you know, he's probably and, doing. And it. what's really yeah, interesting see. too, we were talking about this last night because Jacob, uh, Jacob deGrom pitched last night and we were, we mentioned there's a stat right now. He has more RBIs, which is five than earned runs that he's given up this year of four, which is just insane. Like he's, he's off to insanely good historic start for his year. But I read an article the other day when everybody was talking about this spider tech stuff. Um, Jacob Gram's spin rate is actually league average across the board with his pitches and that leads you to believe that he is not using it. Yeah. Um, and he's just really fucking good. Yeah. I mean, his whole thing is his velocity. He's right. increased his velocity from like low to mid nineties when he first came up to league, he's throwing a hundred consistently. Now he had, he had a game last week. He threw 13 pitches over a hundred miles an hour. I think it was six, six straight that he threw over just, I mean, insane stuff. I mean, that's kind of stuff you really only see from relievers for the most part. For him to be working that regularly as a starter, he's off to the, I mean, this is like when Jake Arrieta was at his peak in 2015 when he won the Cy Young and he was just the best pitcher to ever step on the planet. This is that level, probably even better than what he was at right now because it's just, but he did leave that game with uh, finger tightness, I guess. Some sort of is he a, is he what is his ERA sub 0.7.52.54 something like that I mean that yeah and like, if he were to continue on this streak that would that yeah that's for sure gonna what he's doing is insane but um back to what you guys are saying about Bauer I'm pretty sure I saw that in his first start since all of this stuff came to light his spin rate was way down compared to what it's been at all season. Oh, so he stopped it. Indicating that he was probably definitely using it. Being and, careful. Yeah. And now these guys so, are going to start, you know, having to be more careful about. So I have to, I have to, I have to like look at this, but having a conversation with a buddy of mine, I want to say that he won the Cy Young last year, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I want to say that either the year before or the year before that he kept talking about, players and he kept like like you know they're they're using this stuff and they're getting the spin rate up and they're doing like he was the lead whistleblower on all of this stuff and then the following year in the shortened season his spin rate was up clearly you know different from what he was doing he wins the Cy Young and that was kind of like his it's yeah see what I'm saying like this is the yeah and then now he's you know off the off the you know off the spider grip or whatever whatever he was using so I'm pretty sure it was him that was like the like the main guy that was pointing fingers and calling people out. I mean, it it fits his mo. He kind of for sure the, the a villainous character. I love I love him. He's he's the he's the best baseball heel of all time. He is good, but I hate the sword celebration. It's just so lame. <laughs> it's not, it looks it's not good. He's got to come up with something better, or just like don't be putting it away. Like if he pulled it out and like. Shh, Maybe that'd be cooler, but just, I don't know. Not feeling it. Who am I? He's Trevor Bauer. He can do whatever he wants. Unless that is using spider tech to pitch baseballs, then he cannot do that. <laughs> doesn't want him to do that. Okay. Today, time of this recording, it's 11.52. It's June 12th, and there are two, count them, 
two first place baseball teams in Chicago. Pretty sure there's no other city that can say that right now that they have two first place baseball teams. Something I didn't expect to be saying this year, quite frankly, everyone had high expectations for the white Sox, And despite an insane amount of injuries that have caused many sleepless nights of pondering, wondering why, why God, what did we do to deserve this? Eloy and then Robert and now Madrigal, but this team continues to just grind it out and fight. They got a four and a half game lead. They're 14 games over 500, but the Cubs have also battered, battled their fair share of injuries, albeit not the same severity as far as lengthwise, but they've had key guys out for periods of time. And they are, are they in sole possession of first? They were tied oh, yesterday. They're, they're tied. They're tied with the Brewers who are on a hot streak of their own, but the Cubs are, I think it's like seven or eight games over 500. They're tied first place. They're definitely exceeding expectations. Their pitching staff has been really good. Yeah. Andy and I are known Cub haters, but. I am a known Cub. I'm a known Sox hater. Oh, so this, this so will be good. Simple. But yeah. seeing Wrigley at full capacity and knowing that. That was awesome. That <clears throat> it's going to be returning to full capacity at, uh, guaranteed rate and the crowds have been good there for minimum capacity. The team's playing great. So I think the crowds are going to be good there too. This is going to be an awesome summer to return for in Chicago with what we've went through in the last year and a half to have full capacity baseball games with two first place teams that are playing really well. It's, it's so good for the city. I'm excited. I'm very excited to see just how, much of a difference like the home field advantage and the big crowds at rig like i'm 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 i now is like the, the perfect time to see the difference between not having a crowd and having that crowd and seeing yeah, how good point, well right? that does for you know the home team especially the cubs i mean you guys have both i'm assuming been to a cubs game and know how crazy it's been there and how crazy it can be there and I think now is like the only time in history where we'll ever going to see that change of not having many fans and then having, you know, 40 some thousand people. So I'm, I'm excited to see that for sure. It, it's a lot of fun. And um, both the Sox and the Cubs have had these seemingly unbeknownst uh, players kind of just coming through out of nowhere where the White Sox, had Yerman um, come up real early. He, I mean, he started off right at the beginning of the year um, hitting bombs. Real quick, when he when Ed, when he had taken a hundred at bats, he was the career leader in average in MLB history. It went <laughs> your mean Mercedes and then Ty Cobb. <laughs> so that's the kind of Phenomenal. start he got off to. He started off eight for eight in his first two games. Um. And then now the Cubs have first name Daniel Wisdom, Patrick, yeah. Patrick, Patrick Wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, again, just a complete no name. Nobody knows who this guy is, and he's eight year old he, rookie. He's killing the ball. Got I, eight homers in ten games, I think. Yeah. yeah. 
and it's right it's awesome and you love you love stories like that because you know those guys grinded it out to just get a shot in the major leagues let alone have success in the major leagues like those are those you can't beat especially in baseball when there's guys that are just perennial single a double a triple a guys that just yeah. never even get the opportunity but then when they do get the opportunity they seize it and now they're I don't want to I don't want to deem them stars by any means, but they're likely going to be around for the for the near future because they've proven themselves that they can, that they can last in the major leagues. It'll get them. A, it'll get them a contract. It'll exactly. get them. A, it'll get them something. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, it's definitely really good cool for him. See guys like get their opportunity and come through like that because for guys like that, especially at their age, right? You would consider you look at them out like, 27, 28 years old, like they're still a young guy. But in baseball clubhouse, especially in double A clubhouses, they're like an old man. People look up to Big like probably call him old man because they're that old. So when to see guys like that get their opportunities. And most guys would have given up by then, too, right. because right. they're not making shit for money exactly. down, it, down so in the minors. Really cool to see. I think the big story for the Cubs has been their bullpen. It's just been lights out. They went like 32 innings or something straight without giving up a run. Uh, during May when they went 19 and eight, which is really when they turned their season around. And I, I don't think anyone, it's been kind of a weird year in the sense that no one really expected much out of the Cubs bullpen and they've been dominant. And then everyone expected the Sox bullpen to be dominant. And they've really, they've the back end guys have really struggled with bummer um, and Marshall crochet has been good. Hendricks has been good. He blew it yesterday, but, but also uh, got the win. Yeah, but they, you know, he's been good for the most part. He got off to a rocky start, but, um, but yeah, some of these guys who had great years last year have really been struggling, and and the Sox have have overcome a lot. You you talk about you talk about the White Sox, and you wouldn't expect them to be a team that's fourteen games over five hundred, but then you you talk about all the games that they should have won. This this team could easily be twenty games over five hundred. They've had some bullpen games that they've blown. They've had some games like uh, against Toronto game two of this series where they had that game in the bag and then just the worst eighth inning you've ever seen in your life. Just walking runs in errors galore. Jason Benetti even blew a call on a double play. I mean, it was just all around bad. And Jason Benetti, I don't think I've ever seen him make a mistake. So it's just, and they, and they still just keep finding ways to win. Like every week you, you, you're hearing something new about, how Tony LaRusse is too old and out of touch and, and, but the team just continues to grow and win. And, yep. and I think as long as that keeps happening, anything that happens with LaRusse will just get swept under the rug because wow. the team is in first place. They have the biggest division lead of any division leader in the MLB. And it doesn't look like there's any signs of slowing down. Their starting staff is the strength of the team. And with those uh, four guys up top, I mean, Lance Lynn's got like a 1.1 right now. Lance, and all he does is throw fastballs and sinkers. It's awesome. He just gets up there. He throws fastballs. He MFs everybody to hell. And then he <laughs> just does what he wants. It's awesome. Awesome to see. So good for, hopefully good for baseball, good for Chicago. The one thing that kind of stinks is that we don't have the crosstown series until August this year. I think there's mm. two series in August. So hopefully beginning and end. Both teams are still playing well. It would be awesome if we could get a series right now when when it's 
uh, when they're both hot. Yeah, there'd probably be murders at the games, though. Yeah, for sure. Full capacity when both <laughs> the way that things murder. are trending for full murder. Yeah, yeah. full murder. <laughs> just like at least six murders. We don't want that. We just yeah, want no. good baseball. I've been in. I've I've already watched. I've been watching most of the games, or at least part of the games. I'll, of them, I'll, I'll watch, definitely. you know, at least a hand. But there's, I've watched, I want to say, probably already 15 to 20 full games this year, where it's just like I'm home anyway. I've got it on. They're playing well. I'm hoping to get out to a game soon. They keep uh, promoting those family four packs. I got Kelly some cute outfits. We can take you to her first game. Maybe I'll be that guy. Catching the ball with the baby. Like, yes. Oh, <laughs> I will say this is this is my first year in probably I don't know, I'd say maybe 15 years where I have not watched a single Cubs game. And because I, I don't have access, I don't have access to it. Yeah. yeah Hulu, Hulu got rid of Marquee, which that is completely suck. upsetting. So I've probably watched maybe an inning of of Cubs baseball and bars or something if you want to watch it and that it's just it's unfortunate I mean it's unfortunate and that that and I know that like that's one of the big things that like Sox fans will say you know oh how can you even can you even watch a game are you able to even and it's like no I can't actually correct like to me (laughs) me, like it fucking kills me because I like I said it's probably been 15 years since I've not watched a single game all the way through you know, so there was, I mean, shit, there's times on my, on my lunch break at school, I'll watch, you know, half, half a game or, or whatever. But yeah, that, that part really, that part really sucks. Um, Cause I know that, like you said, they're, they're, we're, we're playing well, the, you know, the Cubs are playing real well. The Sox are, the expectation was there for the Sox to be good. Uh, maybe not this good, but yeah, definitely. It's definitely excited, exciting for city. It's exciting for, you know, Cubs fans and Sox fans. And it's good because now it's like we can actually talk shit to one another and, and both right. teams it are good. So nice it's, when it's like, and it's not just, are, Oh yeah, well we won a world series in 2005. Yeah. Right. right. No one goes to your games. You know, <laughs> just the stupid arguments that we get into. It's so true. I'd I mean, rather no, it be. No one goes to your games, but it's fine. <laughs> it's true. Whatever. No one can watch your games. Exactly. Fucking <laughs> Going to be a good summer in Chicago. Hopefully, we got some some deep October runs. Hopefully, on the south side. I don't care if the Cubs go into October. But it is cool to see them both playing good now. (sighs) I love baseball. It's so funny. Alyssa, like, she gets annoyed that I'm always wanting to watch. Like, she's like, oh, what are you going to watch? I'm like, the Sox game. She's like... Again, you watched the game yesterday. I was like, well, this is a new game. So 162 <laughs> of them, babe. Like, could be a different outcome. <laughs> I have to see what happens. She's like, can you just check the score? It's like, oh, trying to be a good fan. <laughs> Speaking of being a good fan, there's something I'm not a fan of. I don't play Fortnite anymore, but I still follow the Fortnite Twitter account. And they had a new season come out this past week. And the theme was alien invasion, and they had Again. a bunch of new theme, a bunch of new skins, including uh, Rick from Rick and Morty, and Superman, because he's an alien from another planet. If you didn't know, he's also the dumbest superhero that exists. But we'll get into that stuff maybe a little bit later here. I sent a picture to the guys, 
Anthony, I don't know if I sent you this picture. So if I didn't, I'll send it to you now. And I am not a big fan of this Superman design. Now the Superman himself, I think looks the part really well, but um, suit. the suit, I was not a fan of, uh, particularly the belt that he's wearing <laughs> is very Wonder Woman to me. It looks like Wonder Woman's belt. Like he just, you know, took it from Wonder Woman. And then I just got to thinking, I got to looking at other iterations of the costume and he's had a belt in most of them actually. It's just the, the, the most recent one that we've seen with Henry Cavill in uh, Zack Snyder's Superman doesn't have the belt. He's just got the onesie with no undies either. So that was controversial. And then I'm looking at all the other ones and it's like, he's got the undies and he's got the belt looped loops through the undies. And it's not, a, it's not like Batman. It's not a utility belt. So it's, it's not just like, a belt. it's just a belt. And it's, so Andy brought up a good point too. Andy, I'll let you, you were the one that dropped this. I mean, I never, now I'm just, go ahead. So I, I was the one that brought into question. Um, <laughs> does Superman wear a two piece suit? Is that a top and bottom? Puts, thought- puts his pants on just like the rest of us <laughs> one leg at a time. And then puts Boom. the top half on and he actually does need a belt to hold him up. Nobody's ever seen him put on his costume. It's always in a telephone booth or while he's going through, speeding through the air. Nobody's seen him put it on. So is that belt actually for purpose or is it just for style? Um, anytime that I've ever had to wear a dress shirt and, and have to tuck my dress shirt in, there's no way that it's staying up and, or no way that it's staying down there the entire time. So it's, sure. it's always going to ride up a little bit. I don't know if you've ever wore under armor under yeah. anytime you wear under armor, it, it creeps up. So I don't, I don't know if the belt, the I mean, unless right. there's maybe like a clip, like, like maybe like a, like a garter type situation going on, but. Okay. I, so then I started thinking about this more and if it is a one full one piece suit where it's there's no like zipper, there's no zipper <laughs> one, but then two, why have, why have the undies piece of it in the first place? Like if it's a full suit, what's the purpose of that other than just color contrast? So I, I think it is two piece. Maybe oh, here's another thing. What if it's a full blue suit and then just a pair of red undies with a belt around them? <laughs> just tighten the undies. Yeah, not even not even like pants or anything like that. Just a pair of red underwear that has a belt around them to keep them up. Maybe because it's a one piece suit. I like that concept because it's a one piece suit. But again, again, how how does he get into it? Superman is an alien from another planet. So he puts on what to us looks like red underwear with a belt, but it's in reality, it's an alien diaper because (laughs) he shits so hard. He can't take his. Have you ever seen Superman use the bathroom? Exactly. It's a one piece. You can't just get that off to go to the bathroom. So he actually like, if he took the red part off, it would just be a giant gaping hole behind his ass Ooh. because he just dumps so hard. Kind of like those uh, one-piece pajamas where it has the flap yes. in the back. Kind of. Exactly. <laughs> but then the alien diaper just absorbs it. It's I like that. Alien technology. 
<laughs> otherwise, at least at least it's holding it up for. Otherwise, there's just no purpose for the belt. There are definitely Superman fans out there, and I need them to come at us with a reason why Superman wears a belt. Hold on a second. I had thought of something here. Okay. <laughs> so he puts on the regular pants. Okay. Right. The underwear are sewn on to the top. So no, you can't, you wouldn't even be able to do that. I was thinking about like, maybe, or maybe, <laughs> maybe it has the buttons, the buttons on the garage. Oh, <laughs> like, like a, like a, <laughs> like a uh, pajama, like baby pajama. Yep. So we can peek um, it out. <laughs> when you, when, when you sent, when you sent this, when you sent this the other day, I also I went, I went on, you know, rabbit, rabbit hole down the rabbit hole. And the, the thing that I thought of the most, and I've always said this about Superman, I just feel like Superman's like the laziest superhero there is. It's like, the worst. Oh, it's the it's wor- just like the worst superhero. Hmm, ever what, are we gonna, what are we going to do here? We're just going to be lasers and just right. Make him gonna, just invincible to right. anything. And then, and then being able to fly really fast and super speed and super strength. Turn back so we're gonna time. Take, we're going to take, yeah, we're going to take all of the cliche superhero things and put them into one person and then give them so a fucking. Dumb. A pointless belt. Oh, he's an alien. That, that explains it. See, maybe. Oh, but wait, but wait. This this green rock. This green rock is yeah. going to be the thing that 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 he can't uh, he can't touch and will. Maybe kill him. it's because he has all of these advantages and these obvious stupid superpowers that like the strongest human in the world would have if they could. Maybe he's just got a really tiny penis, so they just give him like it's like a. It's more of a jock strap. There's like a Pringles can stuffed in there. So it just gives you can't have this badass superhero and then let the, the masses know that, you know, he's tack he's packing like two inches below the belt. So maybe Certain, it's he's certainly not packing like Mr. Manhattan. No. Jesus Christ. That was so unnecessary. I went on a date <laughs> to that movie. It was so uncomfortable. I don't really even remember. It was like 15 years ago or 10 years ago. The we're movie? Just, we're just like the hell dude the movie the movie was the most unnecessarily grotesquely large penis i've ever seen insane. in my entire life yeah and blue your eyes yeah, but malin malin ackerman was uh she was fun to look at in that movie oh, yeah. for sure much better than the uh giant. Than the, the giant blue penis but <laughs> giant alien i dong. think i'm gonna stick with my theory that it's an alien diaper and the the belt <laughs> is there to hold it up because otherwise superman would just be shitting down the back of his leg kind of like the south park where tom brady drops back and he's shitting his pants and it's just it- completely it wouldn't even be like that though it's just like because it's alien shit and it's Mm. so hard and the velocity it would just be like it'd be like a roaring waters going down his you have to imagine he's taking super shits i got you pat what if it was an alien diaper portal into another area or dimension where if he was just pissed drop off at someone, he could take a all dunk over the world. And just drop a duke on his ass. You're like walking that. by and Superman just, just oh, oh god, god, I got shit on again. It's that, the third time this week. That's that's the theory right there. <laughs> the belt is an alien belt. portal potty. Portal <laughs> oh. potty, that's pretty good. And the poop just flies anywhere that he's got portals laid throughout the galaxy. And you know Superman's got portals all over the galaxy. 
just dropping dumps all over. Just dumping all over everyone. You know who definitely needs a portal potty? Hear it. NBC has shut down production on a new, I don't want to say reality show, but it's kind of like those wipeout shows um, where it is a water park slip and slide show, something along those lines. I couldn't find much information, but they have shut down production of this show due to quote amid report of explosive diarrhea outbreak (laughs) on set. I mean, nothing could be worse than one, your entire cast and crew going through basically a neurovirus outbreak going on, everybody (laughs) shitting everywhere. But then it's seemingly in a water park scenario where it probably is just spread like a wildfire through there. One person had this thing, gets in the water, next person goes down the slip and slide, they've got it. Then they go back to their crew and blah, 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 blah. I don't think I've ever seen a headline that was so detailed. I mean, they could have said anything other than explosive diarrhea and been like, all right. All right. I mean, I feel like you should have put out the information that like maybe they're going through a little COVID outbreak or something like that. Rather than that, they should have you, done. you've told your family and friends, I'm going to be on this slip and slide show. And then now they know that you've had explosive diarrhea for the last two weeks because they shut down the entire set. The headline should have been, Punami. <laughs> Water park reality show shut down due to diarrhea outbreak. Oh, that's pretty good. That's incredible. That is On pretty, fire this episode. That is pretty good. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Woo. Oh, dude, uh, you sent me we that just, earlier. That was do we just end it. Do we just end it there? <laughs> All right, that, have that's going to be it for this episode of Bro- no, but when you sent me that earlier, I was just dying laughing, thinking about just an entire cast and crew of people with probably two available bathrooms, just all right. sitting there, like holding it and just porta potties and everything, getting in bushes or just anywhere they can find open space at this point. I feel like there's a movie that's probably done a scene like that. I just can't think of the exact movie off the top of my head. I imagine it's like the Family Guy scene where they all take Epicac and start throwing up with <laughs> exactly. I, I I hate that I'm actually saying this out loud, but isn't that the premise in Bridesmaids where they're all shitting? Yeah. They all have the okay. diarrhea. Why do you hate that you're saying that? That's a phenomenal movie. See, I've only I've only seen that movie once and it was within the last year. I did enjoy really? it. But I remember you guys made fun of me because I hadn't seen it. I cannot watch anything with Melissa McCarthy in Really? See, I think that's like the only thing she's yeah. been good in. It's a hard, hard pass. Hard pass. Well, Know, to each their own. I don't know. If I've really <laughs> seen much that she's been in. Yeah, because it's yeah, all she's bad. been in a bunch of shit since then. Like they <laughs> yeah. basically just typecast her as, as that same character. Something then. Yeah. Smart man. Never doubt his judgment. All right. Um, there was some big NFL news this week, as Julio Jones was traded from the Falcons to the Titans. For a couple of second round picks, I think, or a second and a fourth. Second and a fourth. Second and a fourth. And he now teams up with Derrick Henry and AJ Brown, Brown and Ryan Tannehill, who's a giant three-headed monster. Yeah. Yeah. On offense. The team that's been pretty good the last few years, as is, and now add him into the mix. And 
Yeah, it seems that's like something you talk about in a basketball court. Like pick your wow. pick your poison. Hold on, real quick. What do we got going on over here? Uh, this right here is my back-to-back world championship, having uh, Derrick Henry both years in a row. Ooh, okay. I, just have, I have to okay. go ahead. Belt. Maybe we should have done a belt. I have to I go like ahead that. and throw that back-to-back. I camp. like that. Two time, two time, two, two time, two time, two time. Yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry was my absolute beast this year and last year. Poor Andy's waiting on his trophy still from our league. Kidnapped by Kevin Quinn. Surprise! Oh God, Kevin hates me. He's never gonna. <laughs> Kevin hates everyone, including himself. That's accurate. Yeah, Kevin has a reason anyone. to hate me. <laughs> oh, okay. You want to tell or you don't remember Jimmy's wedding when I caught the when I caught oh, the football bouquet about that? Oh yeah. One thousand percent. That seems like something Kevin would hold a grudge over. I gotta find the picture. That's incredible. Yeah, you ruffled some okay. feathers that night with that catch. Everyone Dude. wanted me to catch it. I'm kind of glad you caught it because I was you know, it put the attention away from me. I was like, what are you gonna do? He made a great play on the ball. Well, that's his big, his big, his big argument. I, I I know we'll go real quick. His big argument is like, oh, Pat, Pat would have caught it, and and in the picture, you're all the way like in the background, like it was just an amazed look on your face. My hands like up like this high, like. No, you weren't even in the circle. You were, you were like completely away from the. Yeah, you were completely away. Move! I wasn't getting in the way of that freight train. I didn't need no garter to tell me when I was gonna get married. (laughs) Ass man, I make that decision myself. Stone went in there, he caught it at the peak. He made, you know, that's what they teach you. DBU, turn, catch it at the peak, get low, move the hips, all that good stuff. It was a great catch. Thanks. It was. Going back to to Julio. Julio makes great catches as well. That whole thing was started by a douchebag, Shannon Sharp, putting him on live national radio or television for that matter unbeknownst to him Snake? and he said he wanted out of atlanta that literally kick-started the entire thing yeah. his ass, dude. there was there was rumors that he wanted out He's and everything like, like hey, that hey, tell me tell me you want out. tell me you want to let i know you want to let tell me you want out there and he's just like yeah i want to oh yeah by the way you want on you want on television i'm with skip bayless right now i'm with skip bayless right now he said you piece shit that's my shame unbelievable yeah, it happened. It happened all very, you know, very quickly, because he was supposed to. They, they were. They were talking. There was talks with. Uh, who was their talks with before that? Why can't I think? To, to get Julio. Everyone was interested. But no, there was like real. Ravens, San, Fran- San Francisco was in on it. So was. Um, there was a real significant one that I was talking about that was right before Baltimore Tennessee. Was like no. real in on it. Yeah. Um, not the Bears. No. But anyway, yeah, it was like there was it was the, the talks were underway with that other team that for whatever reason I can't think of. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, uh, you know, Tennessee's thinking about it. And then like that, it was it was done. Boom. Done. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be Just, exciting. I, it blows my mind too. like he demanded a fairly large cap hit. It was fifteen point five, I think. Yeah. Um, so the team had the team who got him had to be able to afford him or do some creative salary cap work, which is what Tennessee did. They basically just moved Ryan Tannehill's money into signing bonus money or whatever. They resigned him to a new deal or is Um, they're just probably negotiate after the season. Yeah. Yeah. 
they convert they converted his salary into guaranteed money which relieves the cap and yeah. which is what i always say like the salary cap is there but it really doesn't mean shit because teams can just kick the can Those down the way, a yes. year or yeah. it's all creative financing related so a team had to be able to do that um but at the same time like a second and a fourth round pick those are those are not guarantees no by any means and i think a million times over if you get a proven player that is elite say a khalil mack um it doesn't matter what it costs. It, yeah. I know it mortgages your future, um, but especially this, a second and a fourth, like the yeah. Bears gave up what two two firsts and two firsts and a third or something like that for for Mac. Uh, yeah, it was something like that. I mean, but a second and a fourth for arguably the most talented wide receiver in the league when he's healthy. Yeah, I, it's just. It's mind-boggling that not every team was in right. on that for exactly. that price. If that was the price, I you'd think that every other 31 teams had that same offer and yep. were trying yeah. to do better because Seattle was the team I was thinking of. Mm. There was, that there was been... yeah, there was like oh, when Indy, I heard Indy that, was the big one that people were talking it? about. Yeah. yeah, Seattle was the one that I heard right before right before Tennessee, and, yeah. and I mean, that would have been to your point, Andy. Julio Jones is a guy that. If he's, if there's even talks of him being available, you make the call regardless of your oh, yeah. situation. Yep. You make the call because he's that kind of player, and you know he's had Matt Ryan's been solid since he's been there. He's had a pretty good quarterback throwing it to him. His big thing has been injuries, where he yeah. hasn't been able to stay on the field for an entire 16 game season and in some time. But to your point, when he's on the field, he's second, second and a fourth. I take that risk oh, every yeah, single day of the week. Oh, sure. Um, especially when you already have the receiving core that you do in Tennessee. So it's not like you're banking everything on Julio Jones being there. Like he's not going to be complimentary to AJ Brown, but it's like, they're going to be the best duo in the NFL. It's not, you know, it's like, if without Julio Jones, their offense would have been fine, but now it's going to be great potentially. I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, they're going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Likes him. He likes him over the Chiefs. That's my call right there. I might actually might actually put some money on him now. Tony, he likes it. They went. They went from forty to twenty after the trade. Yeah, I think uh, it definitely. It'll be interesting to see how the offense kind of evolves now because they've been such a run first offense. So heavy on them with Derrick Henry. And while also having an elite receiver in AJ Brown and now adding probably top, at least top two or three receiver in Julio Jones into the mix. Um, Exciting. And Tannehill's just, he's not great, but he's, he's good. He's rock solid. He's not going to turn it over. He can throw the deep ball pretty well. Um, And when you got a guy like Julio, when you got those two guys running up the sideline, I mean, one of them is going to be open. All the memes out there already where it's him getting hit and just, in a throwing motion, just like fuck it, Julio or AJ out there. <laughs> it, it's true. That's that's what it feels like when you got guys like that to throw it to on the outside. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see. There's always uh whenever there's a high profile high profile player on the move, I'm always like following that storyline the following season, like to yeah. see how they do in their first yep. season. 
And now to me, I don't know why, but now that they did the number change and like seeing he's wearing single digits, I just, to me, I'm curious to see all the guys with their new numbers out there. Just going to look I so love weird that. though. It's going to look weird for like three weeks. And then mm-hmm. they're be like, why didn't they do this 10 years right. ago? Could you imagine if Charles Woodson can have wore two for his entire career? It would have been awesome. Yeah. Straight from college into the pros like that. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap it up with a mock draft. It's been some time since we did one of these. And we figure Anthony's been doing such a great job filling in for Sean. Where in the world is Shawnee Sandingo? <laughs> Tony's been doing such a great job. We figured we'll do a mock draft of Anthony slash Tony's. And there's a lot of ammo for this too. There is. We were talking about this beforehand. There's a lot. And uh, it feels only right to give Anthony the first pick. And then That's I fair. figured, Andy, you have the next, next most letters in common <laughs> with Anthony. <laughs> So you can be second, and I, I have actually two. you do too. Oh, a and T, E, and you have the A, A and N. You guys both start with an A. I'll, oh, I'll, I guess I got I'll Y. Oh yeah, there you go. I thought there's a, I thought there was three. So okay, so we'll go one, two, three, okay. five rounds. Okay. Anthony slash Tony draft. Tone, get us started. All right, I'm gonna go uh, number one with uh, Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal Lecter himself. It's a good go, one. Got to go with Hop. Pick. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Sir Anthony Anthony Hopkins, correct. Okay. Um, shoot. I wasn't expecting that to go first. I wasn't going to take him in the first round, but now I have to debate between my other two. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Tony Soprano um, as my number one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you? <laughs> what was his son's name? Anthony Jr. AJ. I was gonna say, don't you love Anthony Jr.? Oh, Isn't that your favorite? Worst, <laughs> worst character in the history of television. Okay, so I'm gonna go with. Man, I was hoping Tony Soprano was gonna drop to me. I'm gonna go with. Not often recognized, Tony Hawk. My I'm first list. Pick. And then I'm going to come back with Tony the Tiger. That's a good one. I did not I knew, have that. I knew, I knew you were coming. I knew you were going with that one. <laughs> I love Frosted Flakes. Tony the Tiger. That's a good one. All right. Um, coming back, I'm going to go Tony Stark. Damn it. See, I, I referenced a different list, and he wasn't on this list, and he was at the top of my other list, and I should have <laughs> both lists. I feel like it. All right. That, uh, that's funny. Neither of those guys were on my – All right. Yes. Let's go with um, – I'm going to go with Anthony Bourdain. Good one. Yeah, that's uh, – I'm a big, big fan. Big, big fan. As my number two, my number three, and this is actually, yeah, my number three is going to be Tony Hale. (laughs) Good one from Veep. Yeah, Veep, and we got Buster Bluth and Gary from Veep, two of the, I think, best and funniest characters in TV history. Definitely. So I'm going with those two. Uh, Shoot, where do I want to go? Um. 
I'm going to keep going fictional. I'm going to go with Tony Montana. I was waiting for it. I thought, I thought that was your last one for sure. <laughs> Tony Montana. I'm totally mad at myself for forgetting about Tony Stark for the last three minutes. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm shocked. I thought that was going to go number number one. No. If, if, yeah, not with not with me. I, I just want to forfeit the rest of my picks. Go face down into the pool. <laughs> into the acid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll finish strong. I'm gonna go with another fictional as well. I'm gonna go with Fat Tony from the uh, the Simpsons. Nice. Yeah, two good two one. cartoons. I like yeah, that. That's right. And then <clears throat> I'm gonna go with um uh, uh, I should have had another pick ready. Uh, I'm gonna go with Anthony Davis. Okay. I like it. The brow. The brow. Um, I'm going to come back, go athlete. I'm going to go Tony Gonzalez. Arguably best tight end of all time. Yeah, the, yeah for sure. It's pretty good. Do I have two more? Yep, back to back. And then, yeah, this is the last round. Do you have five already, Andy? No. Four. No, it goes back to yeah, you end. Good. Duh. All right. So the last two picks, I know. I mean, the last two picks, I know that neither of you are going to pick. I feel like. Um, so, I mean, obviously you can't because I'm going to pick them. But Anthony Anthony Rizzo, I'm going to have to go with with Riz. Wouldn't, wouldn't have touched that with a ten foot no, pole for sure. Uh, and I think that you know, obviously, you know, his his contribution to 2016's great he had a really nice at bat this week ended up hitting that bomb so Rizzo is my four pick and then I have a weird situation with five I don't know if you guys will allow it but it's they're two mobsters right both with the same name and I kind of like did the whole godfather one and two situation you know how like you're you're allowed to put that together as one sure but Tony Spilatro and Tony Accardo Okay. Both both mobsters together. Are they um, both alive or dead? Dude, I always have to take Tony Accardo. Come on, bro. Were you really? No. Oh. No, they're both dead. Tony Spilatro is is such great uh, names. Tony Spilatro is uh, what's his name's character in Casino. Is Joe Pesci's oh, okay. character in Casino. And then Tony Accardo was like the next guy in line after Al Capone. Hmm. So I'll allow it. All right. Well, I appreciate that since it's my first time doing it. I had him. I had him on here. I had him on here uh, as my as my fifth pick. Uh, both very vicious, vicious mobsters would beat the fuck out of Tony Soprano any day of the week. So, yeah, those are my two: Spilatro and Accardo. Okay. Okay, I like it. I have some options here. I'm gonna go with. The field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon, Tony Danza. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> we'll be closer to the Danza. That's good. I definitely will have honorable mentions, though. Yes. <laughs> All right. I don't know if you guys are going to allow this last one for me, but I'm going to throw it out there. This is not your first rodeo, so I will be judging harshly. I'm going to go with Riga Tony. I'll allow it. I'll I'll, I'll also One allow of my it. Favorite noodle. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good noodle. 
the good noodle. I feel that's like that's a good that's a creative that. pick. I'll allow it. All right. What do what do we got for um my honorable mentions? I clearly wasn't as prepared as you guys as I picked a noodle for my final. <laughs> <laughs> um I had Tony Bennett, uh Tony Romo, Tony Parker, Anthony Mackey, Anthony Jesselnick, the comedian, and then resident dick pick sender, Anthony Weiner. Weiner, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had three, no, two of my four um, honorable mentions were taken. I had, actually, no, I took one of my own honorable mentions because I knew you guys wouldn't take Rizzo. So Anthony Bourdain was one of my honorable mentions. Uh, Tony Montana was an honorable mention. Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath, guitar player. Mm. And then Anthony Daniels, who played C-3PO in Star Wars, was my other uh, honorable mention. Pretty good. I did not have Stark or Soprano on the list. I totally had Stark. I was just looking at the wrong list at the wrong time when I made my first pick. Such a rookie mistake. It's a big miss. I feel like while. I won that draft. Drafts. Like, you might have. You might have. But that's a that's a good late pick. I don't know if it beats Rigatoni in round five, though. But it's I may or may not eat Rigatoni in. Oh, I just thought of one. Anthony Anderson. He's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Tony, Tony Cox. The, the, Tony the little, he's a guy, this, right? Tony Cox was the is the small person from. He's an actor, the little yeah, little, little, guy. little guy. Yeah, Tone Loke would have been a good one. It's like any anyone named Tony. Like I can't th- believe nobody took you. That's well, thanks. Well, I figured you know that would be unfair. That'd be like you know, having Michael Jordan in basketball games in the nineties. Just it wasn't fair, so they didn't do it. I think it was a good draft. I stand yeah. by Rigatoni for my last pick. I like it. You have two cartoon characters and a pasta. <laughs> it's, it's a clean list. <laughs> uh, actually, real quick, there. it's funny because after I compiled stuff from memory, uh, I did look at a couple lists, and there's a few There's a few people that who, whose real name is actually their, – their given name is Anthony. Like, uh, uh, why can't I – Joe Perry from – Whatchamacallit, his name is actually Anthony. And then there was a, there was one more that it I, can't, huh. I can't think of what it was. I can't think of what it is, but I'll. I'll we should, we I'll, should start like a, a research project, the Hidden Anthony Society. Yes. We should find people who are famous, <laughs> but they didn't go by you. Anthony or Tony. Hey, Joe Perry, you asshole. We know your name's Anthony. <laughs> I think we're on to something. I like that. I like it. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Solid episode, boys. We will be back. Not next week, because next week's Father's Day. But the following week, we're, do, we're wrapping up the Wrestling Doc series. We're doing a live-filmed episode at Anthony's place. Going to be cooking up some meats for us. Oh, yeah. Be great. Uh, we're going to wrap up the series. We're going to go over the last three docs, Ultimate Warrior, Mankind, and Bret Hart. And we're going to have some fun may or may not be dressed as wrestlers we'll see how committed everyone gets to the cause we'll see i can i, I, really can, I can i make a a, a thing Let's are we it. are we allowed to dress as anyone from the eight or does it have to be the remaining three anyone from the eight i would say any wrestler period oh, yeah. you'd if, be if fine you're, if you're willing to dress like any wrestler <laughs> even if it's like a made-up wrestler 
could dress up in <laughs> oh, your Oh, Jesus. Some I might so the, the brotherhood. Riley. I, I don't know. We'll see. I guess <laughs> if I could track down some vans and plaid uh, pajama pants. Love nice. it. I have, both, awesome. I have both of those for you. So I guess I might as well throw it out there too to the masses that we got the footage from the brotherhood match back about a month earlier than expected shout out memory keepers in naperville for over producing on their expectations so i spent a good deal of last night working on some editing and we will probably be unveiling the premiere of the fateful match the wwf big event back in june 1999 between jimmy the giant and the hardcore Riley, it's a strain that still st stands strong between me and Jimmy to this day. And we may revisit that beef at the finale. So that's what you guys got to look forward to. Thanks, yeah. Tone, for coming out again today. We appreciate it. If you don't Always. already, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Bros. Let's Talk. You can find our episodes on YouTube where you can see our handsome faces or you can hear the audible chocolate of our amazing voices on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else podcasts are found. Wow. Podcast lives at anchor.fm slash bros of talk. And for the next 19 days, because I don't want to renew all the fees to keep our website going, you can find some of our stuff at broslistalk.com. It'll convert <laughs> to a free website with a new link in a few weeks. So I'll give that out then. You should sell them as NFTs. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> now you're on to something. I'll be working on that later. For Andy and Anthony, this is Pat. Later, dudes. Peace. See you guys. Thank All you. right. Later on the men, Jay. <laughs>